Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Ignite. Our focus in this session is being good isn't good enough. And um, it's an amazing phenomenon what's going on today because most people feel like they're Christians and they're sharing their faith because they're being good. <laughs> uh, Christians love being good. Uh, we have a lot of statistics that we could share with you. Um, just as a reminder, uh, when I give you stats, you can, you can quote stats all day long. No matter, you can have the most bizarre uh, factoid in your mind that you've made up. And you can probably find a study that will support that thought. I have to say that to pastors, you know. They can preach with authority saying, this is what this study says. You can say before God that is, but you know there's two or three other studies that don't agree with it. We, our, our facts, our statistics are certified. What we mean by that is we don't print our certified stats unless they're confirmed with um, two or three, at least three other major studies. So they all go, kind of go together. Um, that's, that's pretty critical. So you could take it to the bank when I give these statistics and I can tell you that most Christians, most Christians believe that they can earn their way to heaven. It's against all scripture, but most, most Christians believe that. You know that almost half of people who call themselves evangelicals think you can earn your way to heaven. In fact, you have to earn your way to heaven. That's of that's those who call themselves, I don't even know what evangelicals are any. More. It used to be those who totally had, you know, a commitment to the scriptures and living, living biblical truths in their lives. And now they, you interview evangelicals and you can't even believe what they say. <laughs> you know, I think it's only it's 6% of Christians now still hold a biblical worldview. So we're living in, in strange times. But here's a phenomenon in the American church today. We are, as American Christians, I'll probably talk about this a lot in future podcasts because it's, it's, it's a huge issue. We are really good at knowing, uh, memorizing, and quoting scriptures and then totally ignoring them without giving it a second thought. It, it's just amazing. I mean, most of us as Christians, if, if we can't quote this scripture by, um, by memory, we certainly know it really well. We've heard it so many times. For by grace are you saved by faith, not of yourselves, lest any man should boast. It's in Ephesians 2, 8, 9. For by grace are you saved by faith, not of yourselves, lest any man should boast. If we could earn our way to heaven, if we could earn God's favor, we would be so puffed up with our own pride. God really loves me because I've done this. And I've done that, and boy, you got to really be proud of me there. I gave to those people, and I helped that little lady today, and I, I, I gave money to the poor today, and you know, all these things you can do are feeling really good about yourself. But it's not about being good, folks. You can do all that good and not have anything to do with eternity or pleasing God. We, we can't earn our way into heaven. We just, we just can't. Um, This is so prevalent in the church. And and I suspect that most of you listening to me now say, whoa, wait a minute, you know, I'm a good person. I have so many people that are, that are not Christians in my life, they're car guys. <clears throat> I have to tell them, if, if you could earn your way into heaven, you'd be at the front of the line. <laughs> because they're really good people. In fact, I often tell people in church, uh, I have a lot of car guy friends that are living better lives than most of my church friends. Um, 
The problem is it's not about what we do, it's about what, of course, Jesus did on the cross. He paid the price for us. We can't earn that, it's a gift. It's a gift, eternal life is a gift. But um, most Christians know that and yet they're still trying to earn their way. I must tell you when I, Karen and I were first married, we got burnt out trying, we were volunteering for everything. And we were there several nights a week in addition to the regular services and we were, and we were so dry. Um, looking back at it over a period of time, we realized it was almost like we were Jewish and we felt like we needed to do things to earn God's favor. And there's a lot of Christians in that place uh, right now. Uh, skip ahead to the point of sharing faith, okay? You know, the, the statistic is it's somewhere around 33, 35% of all Christians share their faith. Wow, I mean, I wish that was true. I wish that was true. <laughs> But um, the research going in behind the top line, what, what do you think it is that's sharing your faith? Um, most of them feel that being good is sharing their faith, being good and doing good things. And uh, it goes back to this, you know, this saying, actions speak louder than words. I mean, we've heard that all of our lives. It's, it's a lie from the pit of hell. It's wrong. I gotta tell you, that statement, gets me so upset because it, it is at the heart of almost every Christian I know. Actions don't speak louder than words. You, nobody's gonna get saved by you being good. Your being good doesn't get you or anybody else saved. It doesn't, it doesn't. Actions don't speak louder. Faith comes by hearing and by the hear, by the, faith comes by hearing and by the hearing by the word of God, okay? Yeah. Actions don't speak louder than your words. Actions speak before your words. Okay. Here's where this, you bring everything into where you realize everything you say and do all day long is moving people closer, further away from God. People are watching you. We're a city set on a hill. If you're a Christian and people know it, you're a city set on a hill. You're a witness. They're watching you. And everything you do and say moves people closer or further away from God. If, here's the bottom line. If your actions don't match your words. It doesn't matter how eloquent you are and how much scripture you've memorized. It really doesn't matter. You have no credibility. Nobody's gonna listen to you. You're not gonna change lives, okay? It's just, it's all about you. Oh, but when your actions match your words? <laughs> it really doesn't matter if you're eloquent or not eloquent. It really doesn't matter how well you speak. You're just speaking on behalf of God. I, I often tell the story of Bob, one of my great friends, married one of my college friends, and uh, he's a good bit older than me and uh, was not all that fancy in the way he talked. He was kind of a farm boy. And I can tell you, I don't, I don't know anybody I've ever met that I wanted to be closer to, and everybody wanted to. You know why? Because God lived in him, and you watched everything he did. You just watch him. And everything he did matched his words. This guy knew God. And that's the way we need to live our lives. Actions speak before your words, but they don't speak louder than words. You, your words have power, only if your actions support them. Okay, you get, you get the point? So I'm often with people, and they're with a friend that they've known for a lot of years, and the friend walks away, and I turn to my friend and say, so are, are they Christian? And I'm amazed how often people say, um, I don't know. 
I don't know. You know, <laughs> I can determine that in about 30 seconds. Uh, the easiest way to do it, it's not the not absolutely conclusive, but the easy way to do it is when you're talking to somebody and you've just met them and you mentioned something about your pastor, or your church, or a church friend, or a Bible study, just in passing. If they're a Christian, they will always, always, always say, oh, you're a Christian. You're a Christian. Where do you go to church? Well, when they say nothing, it tells you they're not a Christian. And so now you've, 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 you've uh, qualified them and you know where your job is cut up, where you need to go next. When you say, I, I don't know if they're a Christian, what you're really basically saying is, um, I don't care. Uh, there's, a, there's an incredible video that I've mentioned several times by Pin Gillette. Pin Gillette and the Bible. Pin Gillette is this extremely talented, very bright guy, has the magic show, Penn and Teller show in Las Vegas. And at the end, he tells the story. You go there, just uh, YouTube it or whatever, and, and search for Pendulette in the Bible. And he talks about how this man came up to him at the end of a service, and uh, at the end of service, at the end of one of his shows, and, and talked to him for a few moments and told him how much he respected him and he gave him a Bible. And Pendulette said one of the most powerful faith-sharing imperatives I've ever heard. He said, you know, I don't mind proselytization. It might surprise you. And the fact of the matter is, if you thought I was going to hell, how much would you have to hate me to not tell me? How much would you have to hate me to not tell me? How much do you have to hate your friends and not tell them? You're not hating your friends, I know, but you're not loving on them, are you? We were talking about this in our ministry group um, a couple years ago, trying to figure out why, why, why aren't people not sharing their faith? Everybody's lost around us and we have this good news and we didn't share them. And Mike Kennedy, who's been with me for almost 40 years, critical member of our team, he said, Barry, I've thought about it a lot and I've come to the conclusion they don't care. It's true. If, 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 you're, if you don't know if the people in, in your life are Christians or on their way to heaven, it's because you don't care. Because if you care, you're going to find out. And you're going to do everything you can to get them to heaven. You follow my, follow my point? I, I, I know being good feels good. And it brings you glory. I mean, I'm amazed. <laughs> uh, I... You go, I, I get these uh, calls for supporting ministries all the time and come to our event and we're going to be at this resort and we're going to play golf and we're going to go here. We're going to go on a ship and we're going to do all these wonderful things. And, and if you do this, we'll put your name on the building and there's all these things. And so, hey, you know, and so, I mean, I spend a lot of time with people that tell me how much they're giving. You know, I did this. I just, I love that ministry so much. I love God. I love that ministry so much. So I just gave them $100,000. I just gave them 500000 I just gave them a million dollars. I gave them $10,000. But they, they're very proud of what they've given. And they're really, and then now they're, they're being favored. They're being invited to dinners. They get to hear somebody speak. And that's, that's the role that happens. 
and it's it's intoxicating. You get caught up, and now you're choosing where to give based on, hey, we get to go back to so-and-so place. You know, you got to go? Well, you're basically saying, you got to give some more money so you get to go? <laughs> I'm not saying those programs are bad. But I say beware, because we're stewards of our time, and we're stewards of our monies. And you need to look for ROI. When you invest in a ministry, the question is, what's the ROI? How many souls are being saved? Uh, it's wonderful to feed people and clothe people and do all kinds of wonderful things for them. But there's no salvation message here. That's all you're doing. You're just making them well-fed and better dressed on their way to hell. We're running out of time, folks. Our focus needs to be on moving everybody every day closer to Jesus. You know, you can, you can gain favor with your pastor when you fund something particularly that's, that's a hot button for your pastor. <laughs> and uh, while I'm talking about those with larger money giving to big things, but it's, it's actually even your own church where all of a sudden you're, you're supporting things in the church and the pastor's paying you more attention. And he may even say during his, during his sermon, you know, and, 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 and Bob and I are out to lunch the other day and we were talking about this great plan. And, you know, so you get favored. All the people are looking at you saying, wow, it has nothing to do with your own salvation. It has to do that you're giving money to your pastor. One of the, maybe the biggest, certainly one of the biggest givers to Christian causes passed away last year. Nobody dared ever ask him about his own salvation is he did so much good. And he often said he was doing the good because God taught him to do the good. And so everybody just thank God for this person. It was just, he was so wonderful and he's so godly. But one of his close friends came to him just before he died and because he felt prompted by the Holy Spirit to do that and found that he was not settled in his own life. He'd been given all kinds of money away and he was, was proud of all the money he'd given away, but he, he never settled the issue in his own life. You don't want to give to a big giver and ask him if they're saved. You ought to just presume it. You don't want to offend them. They might stop giving. But you follow on and say this whole thing can be corrupted so easily. On the smallest of scales, sit down to if you don't have very much money, but you, but you sacrificed and you gave. And sacrifice is great. Uh, obedience is better. <laughs> it is. Uh, there's there's a uh, passage in Matthew chapter six that I think really says it all. Uh, watch out! Don't do your good deeds publicly to be admired by others, for you will lose the reward from your Father in heaven. I don't want to lose my reward. You want your reward here? You want you want the accolades of everybody here? Wow! Look at what he's doing. Look at what you're doing. Feel real good about that. Greatly honored in your church and your ministry, or maybe even on a national scale. Says, uh, you you want your reward here or, or in heaven? When you give to someone in need, don't do as the hypocrites do. Hypocrites do, blowing trumpets in the synagogues and streets to call attention to their acts of charity. Hey, guess what I did? I hear it all the time. <laughs> I have lunch with somebody, and they're quick to tell me all the stuff they're giving to and doing. I think, is he a Christian? <laughs> I tell you the truth, they have received all the reward they'll ever get. When you give to someone in need, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Just basically just keep it quiet. Give your gifts in private 
And your Father, who sees everything, will reward you in heaven. Wow. <laughs> um, life is not about being good. It, it doesn't get you or anyone else to heaven. Life is about God's purpose. It's about God's purpose. And, 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 and he didn't say, go into the world and be a good person. <laughs> he, he, didn't, he didn't even say, go into the world and pray, or go into the world and read your Bible, or go into your world and fund all these projects. <laughs> um, let's go into the world and tell people about Jesus. That's what we're about, folks. When we get to heaven, the only thing that's gonna matter is how many people are in heaven because of your influence, okay? The only thing that's gonna matter 100 years from now is how many people are in heaven because of your influence. And the way things are going right now with the rapture coming soon, it may be a lot sooner than that. I suspect that it is. Anyway, folks, I just want to remind you, every day, your focus needs to be to move everybody, every day, closer to Jesus. Please, 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 for your good and God's glory. See you next time.